Hello, internet. Hello, adventurers, lore keepers, and board wanderers. And welcome back to Into the Elements, the D&D live action role play game thingy jigger that we play here on the Nerdy Niche podcast and on YouTube and a bunch of other random places. Um, and my wonderful adventurers, would you like to say hello to everybody out there? Hello, everybody out there. Hello, everybody out there. Hi, Hi everyone. I would not like to say hello to anyone. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I, I am sorry to inform everyone out there, but Jeremy Clark is no longer a part of our cast. Uh, Hi, Jeremy. Bye. <laughs> okay. Um, so a quick recap for everyone. Um, on the first episode of Into the Elements, the group was waiting um, in their town of Volsky. Uh, I combined the mountain and town. Uh, the town of Volti, uh waiting for a princess to arrive who was to be married to the prince. Instead of her showing up, the hero of the town, Rock the brother of Edinburgh, um, who was supposed to be escorting the back, arrived by himself injured and informed everyone that she was taken and they had been attacked. And a group was formed of my lovely adventurers here to get her back and hopefully find her safe and get her safely back. Um, you went down the mountain path from your hometown and traveled through the forest. Um, let's see. Uh, the Weep Willow Forest along the path and eventually found the caravan that had been destroyed saw smoke coming up from it and flames seeming to reside inside of it our wonderful paladin pal decided to throw some dirt on it to put out the flames and the flames spoke back um, revealing these impish like creatures um, that are known as mephits um, some magma ones and some smoke ones, a battle commenced and our group was victorious. Our Kiko getting the final blow of the battle with a nice applause from Pal. Um, you now notice the path leading into the forest that this group of what seemed to be cultists that were working with elemental creatures um, seem to go through. Um, so now I think it's time to trek back into the elements. 
So our opponents weren't very good method actors. <laughs> uh, okay, so you're gonna take two seconds. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> funny, funny thing is, I took all the damage for that battle, so that could almost have knocked me out. <laughs> yep. That's a good thing that I'm not making you actually. <laughs> how, how rough are you actually looking right now, pal? Um, I have I have eight hit points left. Out of uh, twenty-eight. On a scale of one to whatever. Uh, I mean, I'd say it's probably like a, you know, six bad, six or seven. Okay. I will come up and cast healing word or healing or cure wounds on you. Cool. Uh, so you take or you heal ten. Sweet, I'll take it. While he is doing that, I would like to investigate the path leading off the woods. Not like go start down it or anything, but just kind of like look around the tree line. Okay, um, I'll let you give me either a investigation check or a perception. And just and tell I me wanna, which one you do. I want to check in with Squall, who I sent after that first fiery myth. Oh, yes. Um, I forgot about that. Uh, you had sent Squall after one that you convinced to leave um, with a smart little spell there. Um, uh, give me a stealth check for him. Cool. Okay. Um, I did a perception and it is 16. I do have a passive 17, but I'm actively investigating now. Um, so, first, Arkeekle, what you see is, with the way this path is formed, with these stones that keep it kind of in check, um, you can already see that where this path is leading, um, the nature of this forest and its fast-growing um, magic, it's starting to slowly fill back in already. Um, but some of the um, trees and branches are burned in some areas, some are cut, um, and some are kind of trampled through. It's a fairly easy path um, to follow for now, but you think that if you wait too long to follow it, it might fill back in. Um, and then Thule, um, you look back in and you see that this Mephits, it was kind of just like moseying, kind of flying down and then it like, um, you look in and there's like movement, um, of like what seems to be a squirrel in a tree and it just like flicks fire at it. And you see the squirrel like poof and just kind of like start on fire and then you start running and it just starts laughing and then it just keeps going and and then it it seems to kind of get lost and just kind of drift away into the forest. Do you still want your little friend to keep following? It's yeah. not seeming to follow its the path anymore. It's just kind of it seems to like it forgot what it was doing completely. I'll um, 
I'll just ask Squall to let me know if anything interesting happens and if uh, if a few hours go by and I haven't heard from him, I might check back in and bring him back home. Okay, sounds good. I would like to go up to Sonora and relay my findings of examining the path um, and say, you seemed to know a bit about these stone markers and their ability to keep the forest at bay. Do you have any idea of a way we might be able to keep this path from growing over behind us or create a way to make it so we won't get lost if we are to follow them? Um, so that would be a good question for the DM. If I can <laughs> investigate um, kind of the path and, um, and so give actually give me a survival check on that one. Okay. All right. Ooh. Okay. Twenty. Okay, so with this forest, it's very magical, and um, the growth is accelerated, but it's not accelerated to a point where, um, like, in a couple hours or so, it's going to completely cover over. It's more like, as a few days go by, it would probably completely look back to normal but it would still take a few days you probably have, have like two or three days before the path is completely gone um it will s slowly be getting um a little harder to follow but there will still be somewhat of a path okay i will let kel know that we have at least a few days before we have to worry about the path being lost to us. Okay, that's reassuring. <laughs> but uh, while my armor is still hot, I'm gonna pull a few pieces of meat that I have in my armor out and start grilling it on it. Um, if it was already in your armor, it's pretty toasty at the moment already. Like just a little bit more, and it would be uh, at a pretty good point. I'm gonna toast it for a minute and then start eating it. Uh, offer some to Edmer. I would like to swoop over and snatch off of his armor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, were you taking the one that he was handing out or like just the different piece? I, uh, no, as he's like handing one to Edmer, I would just like snatch a different piece off of him. Okay. Edinburgh would say, I think I will take some. Consider this payment for the healing. Cool, cool. <laughs> I'm down. Thanks, guys. Perfect. How good is it? Um, hmm. That's actually a good point. Uh, so. Tastes a little bit like pal. So. <laughs> <laughs> a little salty. Um. Eventually, I will figure out a good cooking stat for you. Well, so, so I mean, my my chef feet would would dictate that it's not too bad. But. Yeah. 
Um, but eventually I'm going to have you do rolls. I just need to kind of figure out what would best work for you and for cooking. So uh -huh. for now, um, it could use a little seasoning, but a little more seasoning, but it's actually not bad for spontaneous combustion meat. Um, spontaneous combustion meat. That sounds great. Spontaneous combustion meat. <laughs> That, that has a ring to it. It kind of does. Right, I'm gonna, gonna write that down in my uh, in my little uh, ingredients like book. Just spontaneous combustion meat. Um, do you like make a face or anything as you're eating it? No, I I'm kind of well. Yeah, I guess I would make a face of surprise of how good it actually is. Uh, so I would look over to you and go, yeah. It's generally quite surprising when um, Pal cooks up something new, and it doesn't completely fail like you think it would. I, I may not look like I know what I'm doing, guys, but I'm real good at some stuff. Do you also have plants that you cook? He's, he's going to uh, reach into his backpack and pull out a head of cabbage. He's like, I, I just had to steal some stuff from the kitchen, but you're welcome to this. That is amazing. Thank you. I'm going to have to make a note of that in our inventory. <laughs> Perfect. He, he just stole various meats and vegetables from the kitchen. Um. So. I'm making notes of everything he's pulling out of his, his armor. That's amazing. I'm... Perfect. So you can reorder and reset up supplies. Um, yeah. Perfect. As I'm eating a few leaves. <laughs> and I will uh, save the rest of the cabbage for later. So actually, Sonora, when you do that, do you lift up your mask or do you kind of just like slowly like lift it up a little bit enough to yeah. put it in your mouth? Okay. Yeah, I was just gonna ask herself if like we haven't seen you pull up your mask at all. You just got this mask on, right? Yes. And my face is is normal portal face underneath. I just prefer to wear the mask. I assume. <laughs> <laughs> um, she also always kind of has, she's she's nice, but there's always something a little creepy about this large turtle person with a beak. Um. I was actually going to ask, how much do I know about this wandering apothecary? Um, give me a history check at disadvantage. Uh, 18 and a 1. <laughs> um, you're not sure. She just kind of showed up one day um, and wanted to start kind of helping the town and um has just been kindly at first everybody was a little like weirded out but never did anything that um would draw any like red flags or anything um your mask is like completely black or are there like any markings or anything on it that's it's, it's pretty standard raven looking okay. so jet black are there like large eye holes or like are they like slits for your eyes? I'm just trying to get like an idea of what I'm looking at here. <laughs> there's there's eye holes large enough that I can see out of. Okay. But I don't know that you could see my eyes clearly. 
uh, after after Powell hands out treats to everybody, um, he's gonna get up and pull up his bag and say, "Well, we're heading on, guys, right?" Yeah, Edinburgh, as he was chewing on the meat, he would would have been staring down the pathway, waiting for everyone else to be ready to go. Um, it is not a very wide path. Um, the most you could do is about um, rows of two. Um, you could either go single fire file or um, like groups of two or so. So, so whoever is leading the the path um, can go first, and I'll, I'll be right behind them. Okay. Yeah. Let's go ahead and make a marching order through here. I'll so, take up the rear since I'm slow. I'll be in the front. Okay. Is it Pal if he was going to be second? Um, but I'm trying to move significantly healthier than he is. <laughs> okay. Who has the uh, the survival skill that that's kind of tracking the path? I have plus six on it. And Tenora, I think you raised your hand too. Yeah, I have a plus five on survival. Okay. So actually, um, you two might want to be in the lead if you're like leading the path. Sure, it'll slow it'll slow us down a bit, but well, even though you're you're a turtle, um, you're still a monk, so you're pretty quick for a turtle. I can move quickly when when the need arises, <laughs> for sure. Are you trying to put on kind of a facade that you're slow though? No, I mean, I have a 25 speed, so that's not super quick. Oh, have you and... not gotten unarmored movement yet? I don't think so. Let's see. Well, I have unarmored Sonora's... defense. Oh, wait, I know I do have unarmored movement. If Sonora's going to be at the front, I'll hold up the rear. Ah, yes. My speed increases by 10, so we're good. So you're actually a little bit faster than most of the group. Not by much, but a little bit. So how about we have uh, Edmur and uh, Sonora in the lead, um, and then I'll be behind them. Um, Can I bring up the rear? Okay. And, yeah, and then, then we'll have Barkeekle, uh, uh, and uh, I guess everybody else could do two by two, and I'll just be on my own. Okay, are you in the rear or in the middle? I, I'm in the middle of the group, I guess. Okay. As Sonora and I are taking the lead, I would kind of be whispering over to her and be like, where exactly did you come from? I've heard some tales as to when you came, but... I have wandered the desert for many years, seeking knowledge. You have what? Wandered the desert for many years, seeking knowledge and healing things in my path. And then, then I was led to this town. Led by what exactly? Inner knowledge of a need for my skills in this area. Um, Edinburgh would say, because he's seen you do your healing process before, right? Yeah, I think so. He would have, yep. Yeah, so he would say, 
can never be short of the healers out here in the wildlands. <laughs> and yet I helped your brother. <laughs> yeah, about that. And then he keeps walking. I was going to say, your brother's a dick. <laughs> that would be an understatement, my friend. <laughs> Which, Edinburgh, that's actually pretty refreshing for you, because most people are like, he's the best. Because <laughs> he's very good at, like, yeah, being chummy with everybody else. I feel like um, Edinburgh would have stopped and turned around and looked at Pal and been like, that would be an understatement, my friend. Kind of like a look of surprise on his face as he said that and turned back around and kept walking. Pal knows what being genuinely nice is like, so he can kind of see through when people are, are being fake. Yeah. Uh, okay, so as you are moving through here, I would like... Um, I'll actually have Edinburgh and Sonora both give me a survival checks. Well, that would be a six. 24. With my modifier. Okay. Um, <laughs> you kind of just get lost in the like beautiful forest. Um, actually, I everyone kind of a description of the forest as you walk through um massive trees fill this forest um some the some of the trunks are the size of houses um and they rise some of them rise hundreds of feet into the air some are skinnier and smaller there are vines and plant life covering most of the forest and some sunlight peeks through in areas, but for the most part, the sun doesn't shine through. But it's still not necessarily dark in the forest. There are a lot of different types of mushrooms and flowers and just little things floating in the air that let off little bits of light. Um, different colors of light. Some are, including with the mushrooms and everything, some are bluish in color. Some are um, whitish, uh, purples, greens. Um, it's very beautiful coming through here. Can I, can I pick some of these mushrooms as we're walking? Uh, yeah, give me a survival check. Poison the party. Or, or nature, you choose. Call it good. <laughs> Uh, nature or survival? Yeah. Uh, let's see. It's a uh, thirteen either way. So. Okay. Um. Yeah. You can. You get about eight good size uh, mushrooms. When you cut them off, they stop the they stop glowing. Yeah. Um. But there's still that color, just not lit up. Cool. Um, and you would also know um, that these are edible. Sweet. Just kind of snacking as we're walking. Yeah. They don't have a lot of flavor, but they um, are pretty hearty. 
Um, so you can kind of make them as like a uh, more main part of a meal if you wanted to. Like substitute for meat or something if you needed. Mel mm-hmm. um, is just watching very closely as he's eating these mushrooms. Doesn't say anything. He's just kind of observing. Eating them. <laughs> like gonna readjust my pack. I've got a pillow wedged between my back and my my pack. <laughs> Perfect. It's starting to get a little sweaty, but it still works. Um. We have a special guest on the stream behind you. It's B. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> and viewers out there, you will find out very quickly, we are all very much animal people and we all have animals. So mm-hmm. they will join the stream from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> and also with walking through here, you also notice there is just it's abundant in life. Um, there's tons of insects and small animals and different things kind of moving around. Um, with that survival check, um, Ettenberg, uh, you're, fi- you're finding good points in the path. You're following this really well, um, keeping an eye out for any dangers and everything else that harm you and as you notice um sonora kind of watching this little like small creature kind of climbing a tree and stepping forward um you reach out and stop her kind of grab her shell and pull her back a little bit as she's about to step into a trap Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Um, point down to it. Okay. You kind of pull away, and it looks like it is a rope. Right? Actually, it's a vine um, that is wound together um, in a circular pattern. And you look off to the side, and you see a tree that's kind of bent down. Um, a part of a tree that is, so you could tell that it would um, be a trap that would pull them up. Oh, okay. So I point that out. I would say, uh, Arkeekle, come up here. I would kind of like quickly like get up to the center, like standing at attention. <laughs> How much practice have you had? Um, disarming traps um well I can certainly attempt disarming traps I mean we are an elite strike force and all Edinburgh <laughs> <laughs> uh, says be my guest you'll be much better than us unless Sonora how are you disarming um, I have disarmed a few, but clearly I nearly stepped into this one, so I thank you for preventing that. If a Kegel is unable to disarm it, I will try my, ha- my hand at it. Okay. 
Art Geek, I'll go ahead and give me a... Um, give me an investigation check. Hal's gonna go kill. Go, go, go kill. You got this. You got it. <laughs> Edinburgh looks back at him, like, and shakes his head a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get? Sorry. Eleven. Eleven? Uh, so looking at it, you're like, I could disarm it, but there's a chance that I might get caught in it if I screw up. But it's also, you could just step past it. Okay. And it wouldn't be a problem since everybody sees it. It's very easy to avoid. Okay. So I would kind of, I would look around it and um, I would, is it like a dirt path that we're walking along essentially? Like, would I be able to draw like a line to be like, walk on this side of the line and we should be fine? <laughs> There's a lot of like broken twigs and like um, dead plant life that's just kind of like settled on the ground over time. Okay. Um, but you could easily like scratch some of it out and make a circle. Yeah. So I'd like scratch out like a rudimentary like circle. I'd be like, as long as you do not step in this circle, you should not get attacked by this tree. <laughs> okay. Um, as you're doing this and saying this, everybody give me a perception check real quick. Me too? Or... Yeah, everyone. 19. 15. Okay. Uh, 5 plus something. 26. <laughs> 26. 14. 9. Okay, so Thule and Arkeekle um, hear what sounds like very hushed voices um, in the brush to the side. Um, do either of you uh, speak Sylvan? I think he does. This? Perfect. Um, so, Arkiko, you just hear. And um, Tuli hears. But, but the trap is so good! that Thule understands what this these noises are? Uh, not quite yet. You're just kind of like listening to them. You're just like hearing something and then Thule like it would make sense to you. <sighs> I'm gonna say in Sylvan, wow, that was such a good trap. I'm glad you noticed it. That was really hard to notice. <laughs> I just kind of tilt my head at Thule like, what? It was a really well-hidden trap, and it's really well-made. Whoever made it really clearly knows what they're doing. Are you making, um, like, these hand gestures at the same time? Yeah. Okay. So, I kind of just, like, nod to you, because I don't, if you're saying it in Sylvan, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> so. and, and you hear that same kind of type of chatter again, go, just, 
and, and then you hear uh, Tui um, oh, make sure you don't talk you speak our language <laughs> you should make sure we keep an eye out for any more of these ingenious traps Kel is just nodding at you like uh huh gonna pretend I know what you're saying <laughs> um, and I will very quietly and calm and just like they're really surprised that we saw their trap I feel kind of bad for them uh, okay uh, and so like still in common because I don't understand Sylvan I go be very careful as you guys are walking by here because this trap is so good it might get us. Like, uh, Kel, you did a pretty good. Kel, you did a pretty good job outlining it. I don't think there's really anything to worry about. I don't know why you're yelling at us like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we should always be looking out for traps, shouldn't we? Yes, but there might be traps just as good as this one. And I kind of look at Tuli and go, right? <laughs> um, you and I both know it wasn't very good. Um, <laughs> the uh, Tuli, you you hear? I think it's time to attack. The forest destroyers are gonna get away. And then I'll say to Sylvan, please don't attack us. We didn't do anything. <gasps> and then um. watching Thule at this point, like, trying to take cues off of her. <laughs> you want to attack us? You, you hear... Ah! And then, and then it sounds like a, the faintest sound of, like, a bow string go off from off the side, and Thule does a... Probably. <laughs> um, it would be a 19 hit. Yeah. Okay. Just barely. You take... <laughs> One point of piercing damage <laughs> as a toothpick-sized arrow jabs <laughs> you in the cheek to the side. Oh. Um, and then I need you to make a DC 10 constitution saving throw. Okay. Can I? Yeah. 12. 12. Okay, you feel a little bit of poison go through, and it starts to swell almost like a bee sting for a minute. You're like, Ow. Can I pinpoint where that came from and, like, dive into the brush in, like, an attempt to like, grab whoever shot her? Uh, yeah, give me a perception check. Um, that's gonna be a 10, but I have a passive 17. <laughs> um, you see the gist of where it came from, like the general area, but you can't see anything in particular, but you still kind of want to drop, like dive uh, in there. I, yeah, I still want to like just essentially like wherever they are, dive immediately into that location and attempt to pin whatever is there. <laughs> Give me an attack roll. Uh, 
<laughs> what a bunch of nerds. Hey guys, this is Jeremy, and I just want to say thank you so much for supporting us here at the Nerdy Niche. And uh, we will be right back with more of this awesome show right after this word from our sponsor. Wow, Jeremy, today's niche is super nerdy. That's why we do this, Ed. Speaking of that, Jeremy, how was a nerdy dad able to start a podcast? That's easy, Ed. I use the Anchor app. It's an amazing tool anyone can use to start and distribute their podcast to millions of listeners. Does it cost over 9,000 bucks to get started using it? No, man, it's free. I'm really starting to nerd out about this. Why don't you lay down some nerdy knowledge for us, Jeremy? Sounds good, Ed. Let's drop it. Anchor gives you all the creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your computer or even your mobile phone. It distributes it so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more services. You can also make money from your podcast, even if you only have a couple fanboys listening to it. Honestly, Anchor has everything you need to make a great podcast in one place. And if you disagree, you can fight me. Anchor really seems like they've found a niche for everyone. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. or strength um but not proficient because you're just like dark. actually use your you can use your proficiency with your decks um because you're used to dive bombing well i rolled a two so that will be a ten <laughs> so you go diving in and you make contact with something and you go rolling and um, through all this brush and um, insane amount of vegetation that you're like rolling through, you then look down to see what you have and you're holding a log. <laughs> and I just kind of, I just put it down. I like stand up and just brush myself off. Like nothing happened. <laughs> and then right next to you, you you hear a <laughs> and I just like look at the noise so... and then it goes oh! <laughs> like ducks down. <laughs> what are you then... laughing at? <laughs> um, having seen her dive at something, can I just go try to dive at the same thing? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I, I was like, don't worry, I'll get it. And then I'm going to just dive after it, too. Okay, um, I'm going to give you advantage because you kind of see the area more because of our people. This is, uh, what's the say, What's the check on it? Um, do a... Cause it, uh, is it dex or strength? Cause those are completely do like different. a strength check for okay. you. Because yeah, those things are completely different for me. Yeah. Okay, so that would be a... Seventeen. Seventeen? Yep. Okay, so you basically just kind of like run and just like leap with your 
large self. Um, and the thing that's kind of laughing by you and like trying to hide just goes, ah! And, as this <laughs> large figure of Pal just lands on top of him. Um, so what is your strength um, bonus? My strength bonus is plus four. Plus four. I'm going to add two to that. So he's going to take six damage as you just kind of crush on top of him. <laughs> uh, and then you kind of like, and he's like, oh! And, and you're holding and you see in front of you um, like a probably four foot tall humanoid looking man, but he has horns on the top of his head. Uh, kind of a goatee set up and when you kind of get like a better look of him he has very hairy arms and he's kind of like ah struggling and he kind of like starts kicking at you and you feel like when you feel and like look down he doesn't have like feet per se he has like hoofs yeah i i i'm just gonna um try to grapple him and, and he goes no no stop stop I didn't do anything. <laughs> I, I'm just going to grapple him and then look over at Kel and say, looking for this? And kind of like lean in, go to the creature. It's like, Hal gives the best hugs, doesn't he? It's a little tight. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't do anything. I'm sorry. I'm going to walk up with my like Help. bee sting, swelling face. Just like, is that really necessary? It wasn't me! Help! Friends! Help! And then, when, um, when that happens... As soon as he says friends, I'm looking around. And then, it sounds like a flutter of, like, birds, almost, as these, um, little winged, no more than, like, a couple inch tall, um, things start, like, buzzing around, um, Pal. Um, and, like, one of them just starts, like, slashing with, like, this tiny little sword in at Pal, and he's like, um, Have at thee, behemoth! Let go of my friend! Can I just reach out and grab it? <laughs> um... Give me a dexterity check. It's going to make an attack first, though, with its long sword. That's a five, so it definitely doesn't hit. <laughs> nope. Um, and then it's going to make a dex saving throw against you. Uh, what did you get on your dex check? A ten. Ten? Um, you go to swipe at it, and it flies, buzzes away, and it's like... Um, it goes... Ah! It tried to grab me! And then one of the other ones, like, shoots at you. <laughs> can I just instill and like, okay, okay, can we stop now? Can we not fight? Can, can we just not do this? As, as I'm just kind of, like, swatting in the air at this point, I'm just like, we're just trying to follow the fire creatures. Okay. Um, so give me, uh, Thule, give me a uh, persuasion check at advantage because of our people saying... Uh, the whole fire bit. Um, but the one did get a shot off on uh, Twelve. Uh, that was with advantage? Yeah. <laughs> um, I rolled a one and a five. 
The nice guys Seven. are not in our favor tonight. Clearly yep. not. Clearly not. Uh, so does a 21 hit? Yes, 21 hits. Okay, you take one point of damage. <laughs> and then give me a DC 10 consti- constitution saving throw. Uh, it's going to be a dirty 20. So that saves. Okay. Uh, perfect. So it just like stabs you like above the eyebrow. It's just kind of like sticking there. And you're like, eh. <laughs> I pluck it out and flick it away. <laughs> I, I'm going to squeeze on the uh, the satyr. Okay. I'm going to say, stop attacking, guys, or I'm going to hug harder. Um, so one of them, when Julie had said that uh, one had like flown past you real quick, and then you feel the tiniest, gentlest little touch on the back of your head. And you kind of like, and you kind of like look over, and it used its heart sight on you. What's your alignment, Tuli? Uh, good question. <laughs> uh, chaotic good. Chaotic good. Okay, and then you're like demeanor and everything, and you go. It goes. Wait, 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 wait. They're okay. They have good hearts. I'm trying to say. And then, and then it, we're and the one flies like... over in front of you, pal, and goes, "We're, we're sorry. Will you, will you let go of, of our friend?" I, I'm gonna give him a noogie, <laughs> and then I'll let him. Yeah, I'm going for. It. Ah. <laughs> ah. And uh, you let go of him. He stands up and he, um. You see that he's wearing a little like red vest and he kind of like brushes it off and like straightens it up. Um, uh, where, um, we are very sorry. We tried to trap you. Uh, why are you here? Well, um, there was a princess that our prince was supposed to marry and she got stolen. Um, probably by the same things that you were trying to catch, the, the flamey things that have been burning the forest a little bit. Destroyers of the forest? Yeah. Fire oh, normally does destroy the forest. Not good friends, those two. Um, we were hoping to stop them, but um, we're not the greatest of warriors. The goatish man in front of you says and then one of the little flying things like lands by him and he has like as you can see him a little clearer now um, he's in like warrior robes and he has like war paint on and he goes speak for yourselves we are fierce warriors lucky for you we are the greatest of warriors tell us where they went and we'll take care of them Oh, you might be great warriors in your large structures, but we are the best in the forest. I can tell. Then why did you let them pass? Thank you. This one respects. We were busy. Busy? Yes. Busy doing what? Setting up this obvious trap. 
Our Kegel is kind of just watching this creature and they keep tilting their head back and forth, kind of like a hawk looks at a mouse as it's running around. Oh, oh. Uh, one of them sees um, and goes, um, please don't eat him. And they, they kind of shake their head and go, eat? No, no. Pal makes better food than you could ever be a morsel of. Oh, I'm curious as to, you know, your warrior prowess. Yeah, what kind of warrior would grovel as soon as he meets his first group? He's not a warrior. We are warriors, says one of the little ones. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just look at him, and and then I'm going to, uh, I'm gonna say, are you now? Would you like to try your hand at fighting me now? Can we just not fight? Can we? We all have the same common goal. I think we should focus on that instead of this. Interconflict. Good point, though. Sonora will pipe up and say, if you are such great warriors, would you like to come with us to rescue the princess? Um, the, the, everybody, real quick, everybody give me a nature check to see if you know what either of these uh, creatures. 18. Uh, 18. Fifteen. Eight. Twelve. Okay. Uh, twelve. Um, so, Julie, you're still new to this plane of existence. You're not sure what's going on here. Um, and then both Um, Nora, you're like, that's probably a satyr, and the other ones are some kind of fairy. Um, Arkikul and Pal would know that that is definitely a satyr, um, which like to play tricks on people a lot of times and are usually pretty like fun loving creatures and tend to be cowards. Um, but the little flying things, at first glance, you're like, that's probably a fairy. And you're like, nope, these are sprites. And sprites are, um, very proud warrior types. But they're so small that they don't usually do a ton of damage, but they try really hard. Um, and they also, they have the ability to look into someone's soul and know if they are good or bad and their like general intentions on things. Uh, Pal's just gonna get, gonna say, all right, little sprites, I'm sure you guys are awesome for your size. Come on, bring, bring it in, give, give us a fist bump, all you guys, come on. Uh, two of them quickly like fly over and do it. And then the, the one that's very prideful slowly flutters over, <laughs> does it. And then folds his arms and kind of like flutters away. He's gonna explode. He's gonna be like, Pow. "You guys uh, are cool. You guys are cool." One of them flinches. So like, you... go ahead. Eagle's gonna address the prideful one as he uh, like flutters away from Pal, 
um, in kind of like their most military way possible. Uh-huh. Um, and essentially just be like, as we sit here bickering amongst ourselves, those who stole the princess are getting further away. And if we are to succeed in our mission to rescue her and prove that we are great warriors, we should probably be getting along. Do you know which direction they went in, sir? Well, at least you know who to talk to. <laughs> um, yes, I do. You follow the burning path of destruction. And there was someone in that was being held against their will that was being that way. Um, should I call you a bird face? Or what is your name? You can call me Kel. Hello, Kel. Nice to meet you, and I'm glad that you, you understand authority when you see that. Of course, sir. I am, as you said, Sir Cayenne. And Cayenne seems very salty. <laughs> A little spicy. spicy. A little spicy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, points at the one that's like really skittish. That is Sage. And then the one that's kind of been in the middle of it all. Um, this is time. I'm, I'm going to be training the other two how to fight with forks that I gave them now. <laughs> that's amazing. They're, <laughs> they're big for them. They're like a yeah. full two-handed weapon. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they they kind of get into it, and then they're like, and this is our friend and trap maker, Flagon. Yes, uh, I, I'm Flagon. Um, <clears throat> Flagon, entertainer and expert trap maker of the forest surrounding that you were in. Um, are there more of your traps along this path, Flagon? Uh, yes. Um, and since you were nice enough to let us go and you you want to stop them, um, I'm happy to help. I will not do any fighting. Um, honestly, they shouldn't either. I don't want them to get hurt. Um, and Kyan's like, I will always fight. I am a proud warrior. Archigal's One day you'll be big and strong. <laughs> and make eye contact with Flagon and it tries. He glares to... at you full on when you say that. I am full grown. I'm sorry. Archigal Come... convey through like a facial expression to Flagon that they will try to keep his friends from harm, but doesn't want to say anything out loud because they don't want to offend the sprites. <laughs> Perfect. Give me a persuasion check. Or general ex yeah, persuasion check, that's fine. Um it's gonna be a 13. 13? I am not very charismatic. <laughs> he kind of gets it a little bit. Um and he's like 
Okay, well, we'll lead you through. Uh, the forest is very dangerous. Um, I don't know if you normally travel through here, but, uh... First time here. The Weep Willow Woods are quite treacherous at times. Um, and it's gonna be dark soon, so we might want to camp and rest. And, uh... The other people are about, uh... Half a day ahead of you, at least. Did they seem to be traveling in a hurry? A bit, um, but if my information's right, they do have a camp um, that they would probably go back to that they've been at for a few days. Do you have any way to see yes. them? Can you uh, lead us to this camp? Yes, definitely. I I prefer not to travel at night. That is fair. But I can lead you to a great camping spot. Let's do it, bro. I I'm in the mood to slack for a little while. Is this a camping spot for sprites? He, he looks at you and he goes, I think I'm gonna like you. Just don't hug me as hard ever again, please. Oh, ever only again. Good from now on. Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Edinburgh. What were you saying? Uh, I was saying, is this a camping spot for sprites or normal-sized people? Don't say normal. I am very normal-sized. Our our Kegel steps in at this point. It's just like. We would be honored to share a campsite with such great warriors. And they just look at Edinburgh like, can you not? And he uh, stares back emotionless. <laughs> uh, Flagon looks and he goes, you'll all be fine, don't worry. Um, uh, and he... Pal's going to pick up Flagon and put him on his shoulders. Who's normal size whoa, now? Whoa! <laughs> um... How tall are you again? I'm seven feet. Oh yeah, you're way above me. Okay. Um, <laughs> cool. This is weird. Uh, go, and he starts pointing you a, like where to go. Um, and you guys travel for about an hour, and he takes you to a large tree. And you see, it looks just like a solid tree, but he um, goes, um, what? I'm sorry. Uh, large friend, what is your name? My name's Pal. Pal. Uh, yeah, can you put me down? We're here. Uh, I'll, I'll put him down. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, as he's like bring nice. down a little bit, I'm going to pick him back up for a second. Oh! Ah, uh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> follow. And he goes over and he kind of like moves some, it just looked kind of like a bush, but it was just a pile of large leaves. And he kind of picks it up and the root structure of this tree has kind of like lifted up and some of the dirt has fallen out from under it. And there is a large space for camping in here. And there's like 
little beds and a makeshift like chair and it's just kind of like a hangout pad how, uh, how large is the structure <laughs> it's about the size of like a two-bedroom house like it's a okay. wow. it's actually yeah. pretty large how tall is it um it's about six feet tall so you kind of have to like so I, yeah i'm scrunching yeah you have to scrunch a little bit um but there's plenty of like comfy places for you to sit and everything uh, pal's gonna plop down pull out a couple of his his uh pal brews and he's gonna open it up and start drinking is gonna um, kind of do like a circle of the area to kind of like scout and make sure that it is a secure space. <laughs> okay, give yeah, me I a perception check. Edinburgh would also be hanging out right outside of the entrance, wouldn't necessarily be circling, but just kind of be watching off into the distance. Give me a perception check as well. Uh, 12 perception, 17 passive. Natural one. <laughs> Man, for both of you, it feels pretty safe. Uh, You both honestly didn't notice um, that this was a place that you could climb in until he moved everything. And he moves like it's like, can we go back in, please? Everyone, please. Kel kind of scoops in. Okay. Edinburgh, do you go in? Edinburgh stands there looking at him for a little while and finally, after looking back over his shoulder one more time and kind of taking one more glance, walks down. He very quickly, like, covers up the um, the hole and he goes, thank you. I don't want anybody to find my special pet. Um, It's a good spot and I don't want to lose it. Um, Well, thank you for sharing it. Yeah, you seem like good people. Hell's gonna ask, and nobody else knows of this location? I mean, the sprites do, but they're my friends. Okay. And and they're hanging out there too. You've noticed kind of over to the side, there's like what looks to be like an old bird nest that is kind of like lifted up. Um, there it's, and then behind it is like an old broken like beehive. It's kind of set up for like a makeshift like spot for like these three sprites. Nice. I'm going to um and it's also very so the setup in here, there's like nice places to sit, but there's also just cluttered bottles of like empty like alcohol around. Um, and then, and you offer him alcohol as well, right? Of course, yeah. He goes, really? For me? It's my own special brew, man. Pal ale. Oh. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's the good stuff. Woo. <laughs> I'm going to dismiss Squall from where he was, wherever he was, following the little Mephit. Okay, good. He was getting kind of tired, him. and it was just kind of just falling off random places. Really some of him and just, like, hold up in my lap and kind of... He kind of um, gets... He looks very happy, and he kind of, like, cuddles down. He's like... Oh, take a nap. 
and like this little like smoke puff kind of comes out of his nose and it it vaguely looks like a little heart as it goes up <laughs> as he like nestles in okay so you have a nice place to rest and camp for the night what's um, the you... like bed situation though um there are um some he kind of like lays out some more um there are these like big fern leaves that he's like setting up as like beds they're okay you guess but it's probably gonna not be the best it's definitely better than a hard floor I might take a nibble on some of the fern leaves. <laughs> he quickly like shows back up, and after he got alcohol, he's a lot more confident. And, and he goes, um, "Those are for sleeping. These are for eating." And he hands hands you um, this other kind of leaf, and you start eating it. And it's much sweeter. Ah, it's like much a better. Um, actually, that he hands you. And, and he kind of lays back and crosses his legs and his arms behind and he goes, Welcome to the comfy pad of comfy cumps. Is that really the name? Yes, it is. Do you have, have a thought problem about with okay. that? Have you thought grumpy about getting a of grumpy? <laughs> is that really my name? As it I'm is now because you never told me. Settling in. I am Flagon. You are Grumpy Grump of Grumpy. Unless you tell me otherwise. I'm truly. Edinburgh looks around the room. I know your name, our Geekle, but he never said his, because he is rather rude. Edinburgh looks around the room at everybody else and just says, I'll take it. And then lays down. As you should, Grumpy Grump of Grumpy. Meh. Al's already passed out on the floor. He's not even on one of the <laughs> not even on one of the leaves. <laughs> okay, so you guys can rest here. Were you gonna do any watches tonight or are you just gonna call it good? Kel would probably stay up a little bit, um, like in the manner of a first watch, just because they're so used to like keeping watch on things, because that's kind of their job. <laughs> yeah. Tuli might also stay up for a bit because it's gonna be hard to get to sleep on this. <laughs> Um, give me a perception check. Uh, you can't really see out. Like, it's actually pretty well in, but you can hear out. Um, that's gonna be a 16 or a 17 passive. Seven. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Uh, Kale, everything seems fine. You actually feel pretty comfortable here. Um, you notice pretty quickly that the sprites have passed out. Uh, most of your groups kind of passed out. Um, Tuli looks pretty uncomfortable and kind of like trying to get comfortable, but then like slowly just kind of like passes out. Um, do you? I will retreat into my shell for the evening. Awesome. <laughs> Gonna I, I still picture the like mask still being on Sticking the one out. Of it. Yep. <laughs> Perfect. Um so you all get a rest. Um you wake up in the morning. 
everything seemed to go fine overnight. You're all well rested. Um, long rest was achieved. Um, so you can get your hit points back, any spell slots or anything that you use. Got my whole one um, hit point back. Perfect. <laughs> um, hell, when you wake up, um, uh, Flagon is passed out and he's kind of curled up next to you and his arm's kind of over you and he's just like, ah, <laughs> just kind of like shuffle away and like ruffle my feathers a little bit. <laughs> ah, did everyone sleep well? When when you guys when you guys awaken, Pal's already been awake making breakfast for everybody. Okay. And he wakes uh Flagon wakes up. Ooh, that smells good. He he hands everybody out plates and um he's keeping in mind that uh uh Sonora is vegetarian. Uh, if there's anybody else who has any sort of vegetarian uh preferences, I have those as well. Uh I would come approach him and kind of start collecting my plate and say, "In all your time as a city guard, how did you learn to cook?" Well, it's actually a rather interesting story, bro. You see, me growing up, we had a whole lot of uh, servants around the house that would actually raise us. Like my my parents were never really around, and uh, you know, I took an interest in uh, my nanny's cooking, and and it was something fun that that I kind of did with her, and uh, I've just always enjoyed it since then. That must be nice. I only had my parents that were idolizing the golden child as he looks down at his plate. He, he's just gonna he's just gonna look at you and say, in my family, bro, I was the golden child and I didn't want to be. So there's two sides to that. And he would continue eating without saying anything further. Um, and Flagon and the the sprites would all take a, a vegetarian option as well. Um, so you guys all eat food is delicious, but it's just wonderful breakfast. You're all very happy with it. Um, Pal is a wonderful cook. Well done, Pal. This is delightful. Uh, Flagon kind of sits back and he, his belly's kind of like holding a little bit. He's like, Ooh, that was a good meal. After everybody's eaten, Pal just like jumps up and uh, as much as he can and says, "All right, guys, let's seize the day. Let's go after those bad guys." Oh yeah, I was eating. Biden <laughs> stands up and he goes, uh, "Ready to go? Ready." I think. I think I am. Onwards. Uh, and then he says to the pixies and Sylvan, um, will you just watch the path behind and make sure that um, you can lead any wrongdoers into my traps and I'll lead them along? Um, you'll probably do better taking at the rare as true warriors. And they reluctantly say yes and then they kind of off. So, Julie, you would understand all that. Everybody else would just hear this weird language. Um, 
and then you see the sprites head off in a different direction as um, Flagon leads you forward. Um, he starts leading you through the forest, and he actually starts leading you pretty quickly. Um, you're all kind of like running through, and then at one point in the distance, there's a rumble. A loud. <laughs> And he goes, oh. Hold, 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 hold. Did, did you fart, bro? Hold. Um, everybody give me a stealth check. <laughs> You're at disadvantage, pal. Yep. And me too, right? Yep. 27. <laughs> 13. 11. 9. <laughs> uh, Flagon got a 16. Tuli, I'm not sure if I heard yours. 15. 15? Okay. Um, so as a group stealth check, um, there were more successes than fails. Um, Flagon kind of like pushes you all into this little like... Um, root system and you kind of hide under as you see a little ways off in the distance this incredibly large lizard-like creature that's um, trampling through and it has a snake-like head and then you see another one and then another one it seems to have five heads as this massive creature starts going by. And then there's movement somewhat close off in the distance and it just starts um, going after it um, and eventually stomps off and you hear chewing in the distance as a large, intimidating hydra just passed by. Nothing needs that many heads. Yeah. I know. Hydras are awful. They just eat and eat and eat and never stop. Ooh, that was close. Okay, sorry about that. Is, is that a regular round here? Uh-huh. There's a few of those. A few? And some, a few. And, and some other things that are just as big. And then there's things that are in packs. Um, that's... You guys hear mushrooms crunching behind you? I eat when I get nervous. Hell just shoots you a look. It's like, really, pal? <laughs> Again? Okay. Um, and then he gives it a little while there um, until he feels safe to move on. And then he leads you again. Uh, he leads you a couple more hours. And then you start to come up on a clearing. Um, in this clearing, you see a camp set up. Um, there are three large tents. Description uh, here. Um, a camp sits in the cover of trees. Three large tents rest in the clearing. Four figures sit around a fire with a boiling pot resting. Uh, on top of the fire. Can 
as well. And as we, yep, and we will pick up there on our next adventure cool. into the elements. Um, bum, bum, bum. Thank you for joining us tonight. Um, we will see you again next Monday. We will be doing this every Monday as much as we can. Um, and thank you, my fine wonderful adventurers. And Jeremy, I'll let you kind of talk about our social media things for our viewers. If, if you enjoy the show, you can reach out to us on any of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at the Nerdy Niche Podcast. You can also email, and, uh, email us at nerdynichepod at gmail.com. Um, we also uh, will have, obviously, comments on our YouTube. You can reach out to us on there. And uh, we hope to see you guys next time. Till then, keep it nerdy out there. <laughs>